Gostei. Gostei? <laughs> I'm back on screen. Yes, you are. Unless they talk about nonsense, I'm not going to scream. Mm. For real? I love you. So I didn't realize how long it takes for women to get weaves. I didn't realize. Get what? Weaves. Oh. Like, I had, a, I, yeah, I had a girl was practicing. He weaves. didn't realize it took women a long time to get weaves. You late. I, I'm white, okay? You think a sewing is like a 30 minute process? No. No black women being at home all day long. I didn't know that. Like, I had a student mispractice earlier this week because she was getting her hair done. Like, our practice goes for three hours. How could you possibly miss all of practice to get your hair done? And like, I found out that some some stuff could take like eight, 10 hours to do it. I'm like, what? Yes, JT. Now I understand why some women just get wigs because they don't want to sit in a chair that long. Or you can just go natural. That takes work too, apparently. No, it is. It's a lot of work. So but, it's like. <laughs> but the results are really good if you're willing to take care of it. But yeah. Yeah. Even, even me, I was like, I couldn't believe my hair's like that long now. I actually have a true man bun now. So. That's not a that's not a thing to brag about, sir. Yes, it is. Look, I got sick and tired like of having that small that, that short haircut. That sick and tired of that short haircut, and I finally have hair. I'm gonna I'm gonna finally get me a Hawks jersey now. Why? JT, it's not even worth it. No, I'm still gonna oh, God, <laughs> So. I'm not choosing my favorite the Hawks just because I because I got to support a fellow Guinea. Support Nico Manian, man. He's Italian. Who? Exactly, JT. Exactly, JT. You're part of the problem. Know all of the Italians that are in the NBA, bro. I, bro, I, he I, has even. I knew Gallinelli. That's all I knew. Nico hasn't even played a game solo. Okay, but Nico is still better than Bellinelli. I know that much. <laughs> Obviously, Bellinelli's well, yeah, Belli. He's not going to be successful in <laughs> I knew that. Nico's about to go no, off. No, because he's like though. the only Italian that's over six feet tall. Like, doesn't happen. Nico's 6'3. Get up to speed, JT. He's going to be a 6-3 uh, point guy for the Warriors next year. When Steph uh, goes down for injury, it's going to be his team. <laughs> all right. We all right. Know. Let's get into this. Welcome into Georgia Bama Coaches. Sorry for delaying a little bit. 
As always, I'm your host, JT, down here in the Guinea Grotto. As always, we got Solo and Lamoris checking in. What's going on, fellas? What's up? Lakers with the repeat next year, calling it now. Mm. That means LeBron gets his fifth ring, and that puts him on the same like rings level as Kobe Bryant. I'm all here for it. <laughs> then that officially shuts Lamoris up <laughs> for life. You know, it'd be crazy if the Lakers trade LeBron. We're not going to trade LeBron. We're not doing this. We're not, not doing this today. I promise. I promise, JT. I would be sane today. We're not doing it. I'm not I, going. I, I didn't that believe that you at all. I don't believe you that you're going to be sane today. Leave it alone. <laughs> All right, so let's start with college football as always. Uh, I didn't get to watch any of the games yesterday because I was – we had our own game. We had our last game of the season yesterday. Uh, we had to play at 2 o'clock on Saturday because COVID screwed up the region's schedule. And we pulled an Atlanta Falcons. Ooh. We were up 28 nothing in the second quarter. Lost 45-37. to <laughs> One, we would have gone to playoffs and we lost that game. Oh man, JT, don't tell anybody else that. To be fair, to be fair, like three of our like all all four of those touchdowns, there was some sort of fluke luck thing that happened. Like our first drive. We're going to punt after a three and out. Ball, uh, the punt gets blocked, and but it doesn't go past the line of scrimmage. We pick it up and run and run and pick up a first down, lead to a touchdown. Uh, their next drive, uh, it's third and long. Uh, they throw a post wide open across the middle. Immediately we hit him, make a tackle. Ball pops out. We pick it up, turn around, go score a touchdown. Their next drive, same exact situation, except the ball just pops right out. It hits off the guy's chest, bounces right into our guys. Like, so we, we just got points, points, points for on just lucky stuff. For the, yeah, so, and then after that, they just stopped making mistakes and we couldn't drive the ball at all. So. But yeah, that's what it was. So, um, Looks like UGA found their quarterback a little too late. I, I honestly think JT Daniels was injured literally all year. But me that, personally, why are they? Why was he cleared to dress if he wasn't? That that means their 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 training staff isn't being honest on their injury report. Right, and I believe that. Which They're is another honest. issue. There was a report, I guess, a couple of weeks ago or maybe a month ago that said that UGA cleared him, but uh, JT Daniels' personal doctors did not clear him. And the way he moved in the pocket made me think that he just was not ready, at least uh, previous weeks. Like, he he could get around uh, yesterday, yeah. but actually movement in the pocket, he just, you know. He looks slow. Yeah, but still. So, but that arm strength. 
I mean, shoot, I would have, I would, when once, here's the thing. You went back to a guy that you found out the first game of the season was not the guy before you went to him. Like, you knew what you had there. And you were like, no, we're going to see what happens again. And now you've got two losses and don't have a chance of going to the playoffs. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, How about our old conference rival rival, um, getting slapped by BYU? Did you all see that? North Al. North Al lost 66 to 14. North Al's just not good anymore. Well, they got moved up to FCS. So, I mean, they're playing. Yeah, they got to get time to get. I mean, I I mean, it's it's what's supposed to happen when an FCS team plays a a solid, solid FBS team. Um, But it's still nice to see them get slapped around because you don't you didn't you never went to North Al for a game, uh, Lamores. But Solo, those were some of the most obnoxious fans I've ever had to be a part of. Oh, bro, I literally should have lost my job. I cussed out three of those fans before. I'm surprised you didn't jump in the stands and punch anybody, honestly. Well, there were no racial slurs. If there was a racial slur, I probably would have went. There, like, there were, were some like, racial connotations. Connotations, but. There was, they, 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 they were definitely racist people in those stands. Let's, let's be clear. Those student section was, there was definitely some racist guys in there. And as I see it, they're paying for it tenfold. Your program is about to suck for the next 24 years. Oh, wow. JT's drinking out of a Georgia Tech cup. <laughs> that's uh-uh, that's sacrilegious. Make up your mind, sir. I work there. Of course I'm going to have stuff from Georgia Tech. Sure. What do you mean, sure? I I could work at a school and never wear their um, apparel easily. Amen. Yeah. Easily. With how much stuff I got, I mean, working in the athletic department, like, that's half my wardrobe. Have you seen eBay, JT? (laughs) I promise you, you're not the only, you know, like, husky, brute individual on the planet that likes Georgia Tech. I'm pretty sure you could have sold that wardrobe. But, you know, that's just us. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. We love you. We love you. I know. You gotta find something to pick on me for. It's okay. My team didn't play this week, so that you can't you can't you can't talk bad about them. So you know. I know, right? Like the the fact of the matter that like legitimately they like uh, Clemson still lost to Notre Dame. That that's like getting kicked in the nuts and then getting back up just to get kicked in the nuts again by like your little brother. Like that's just, that's just painful. And you can't get up and you can't hit him because your mama will beat your tail. It's like, I just, I feel so bad. But at the same time, the ACC title game is going to be a 40 point blowout. So everything, it's like, they're going to come, they're going to come back. They're going to be like, they have to, they have a point to make now. That's, that's all it was. But then again, I mean, is the SEC championship going to be that much different? I mean, anybody that wh- – whoever made it out of Georgia or Florida to the SEC championship, it was just going to be who was going to get beat up on by Alabama. So, I mean – Florida has a chance to score 21 Florida. points. And Florida still has a chance. 30 points. Exactly. 
So I the mean, more things that they can keep up with us scoring wise, and they they can't, they can't. It's not even going to be. It's going to be a thirty point game. I give them twenty one points, so they'll score three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give them that. Our defense actually looks like a legitimate, college, like our old Nick Saban defense. Now we're actually like stopping stuff. It's amazing. Oh my god. On that note, uh, Tuesday will be the first reveal of the college football rankings, playoff rankings. Um, have we figured out who the fourth team is going to be? No. I mean, because yes. it's not going to be Notre Dame because Notre Dame's going to get blown out in the ACC championship. And I'm talking about oh wait, oh, I'm talking about for like the reveal for this yeah. Year. Who it's I mean Bama. obviously this week I, I think we'll see Alabama one, uh, Ohio State two, Notre Dame three, and uh, Clemson four. I think that's I think that's what we'll see. I think you got Bama one. Uh, unfortunately, Notre Dame two. You'll get A and M three, and Clemson four. A&M's going to be in the first one. Are they going to make it permanently? No. Hmm. But A&M will be in the first one. It'll be either A&M or Florida will be three. I think that's a I, but. I don't think Clemson makes it to the top four this week. And the only reason I say that, look at what they've done the past uh, couple of weeks. Um, it hurts that they didn't get to blow out FSU. But – they lost to Notre Dame, and they had a struggle win against BC. And that's the last that we've seen of that's true. Clemson. When you're looking at Florida and AMM or AM now that are blowing teams out, granted, Florida should have put Notre – or not Notre Dame, but uh, Vanderbilt away pretty early, but they didn't. But still, it wasn't a struggle win. It's true. Also, the reason why I think you're still going to see Clemson is because at, at the end of the day, like Trevor Lawrence is coming back, and yeah. like the the committee knows that. So it's like you can say I test all you want, but the last time you saw the kid on the field with them, they beat Georgia Tech by seventy points. Yeah, and also, yeah. with that, their only loss is an overtime loss without Trevor Lawrence. Exactly. Right. And like, the struggle win against BC was without Trevor Lawrence. Right. They know that the next time they step on the field, Trevor Lawrence will be there. So at the end of the day. Now, I think. They, they don't, they are very, what I don't like about the college football playoff committee is they are very subjective when it comes to ranking teams because they literally just say, I see what I see in like is what I want to put on paper. This team is, I see this team is playing the best ball. And they may be right that that team is the best team playing ball at this point, but it's literally just, I see them doing this. There is no, you know, okay. They're winning their conference games by X amount of points, whatever they're not. It's just, I see this team is playing the best ball right now. So I put them as number one, number two, number three, number four. So. That's why I feel like they'll be like, oh, well, they did it without Trevor Lawrence, so they're going to put Clemson in right. as either the three or the four. Who knows? I think they'll be four. 
Um, and then, of, of course, like, the only way I can see us getting two SEC teams in right now is that AM has to win out, obviously. Yeah. And they can't go to the play and they can't go to the SEC title game. Which they wouldn't because Yeah, they can't because they're in the West and they West they lost Bama, Alabama, so if Bama beats Florida, which I think that they will. I think we yeah. all do. I think we all and yeah. what's his name is uh uh, then Notre Dame winds up getting crushed, like we all think is going to happen. Yeah. I think you have Alabama one at the end, Clemson two, uh, Ohio State three, and then AM will be four. At the, end the only of the thing day. with Ohio yeah. State is that they cannot have a single loss this year. No, right. and I feel like they'll they trip up. Be undefeated yeah. with how little games they're playing. You have and a- how bad the uh, Big Ten is. Well, the Big Ten. I don't think it- themselves. They're not coming back. They're they're nobody cares. I don't think anybody's talked about it. But Wisconsin just put up seven points and lost to Northwestern this week. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw and that. That was that was like the main, in my opinion, since the Penn State just yeah yeah since Penn State put up a a dub. Um, is Franklin making it through the season? Is who making it through the season? Frank, Coach Franklin, the, the head coach at uh, Penn State. Yeah, man, he should. I mean, and guess what? If he doesn't make it through the season, like, they still got him paying, like, $45 million friggin' dollars. But also, like, Penn State's not the type of choice. moves off from a guy after a bad year. Right. You know what I'm saying? The they, reason Bill O'Brien left is because he chose to take another job. I mean, and then before that, Joe Paterno lived his entire life at Penn State. Right. And they right. did him wrong, but that's a conversation for another Yeah. Day. Damn you, Zendusky, right away. I'm just – I guess I'm curious what happened to Penn State. Like, they're 0-5. Yeah, I know. what. I mean, like – I guess he just did a bad job recruiting. And, well – No. no. Recruiting-wise, ranking-wise, they've done good with recruiting. It's the kind of the same thing that Notre Dame has had an issue with, except I guess now it's even being exposed at Penn State, not at Notre, as much, not as much as it is Notre Dame. There doesn't seem to be a development of these four star, five stars that they're getting in. They're just they're not doing anything to better them to prepare them for playing high level college football. Well, and then I think some of it too has got to be the fact that it's like. He- I don't think him or his coaching staff, because if you listen to how they were talking before COVID, I don't think they thought that they were ever going to play. Um, I don't think that they – I really don't think that they – that's a failure on the coaching off. staff as well, so. Huh? That's a failure on the coaching staff as well, so. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get you, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think that anybody thought that they were playing, like, at all. And then once it was like, hey, guess what, dude? We are going to play it became all oh, damn, like we got to like start doing what the hell we were supposed to be doing for the last, you know, three mm-hmm. months. And guess what? BS. It's a shame. I thought that team was going to, that, that program was eventually going to be a, a playoff team at some point. They're going to figure it out. And, but not this year, at least. So, so I have a hypothetical situation. 
Yeah. Say Alabama wins out. Texas yeah. A&M wins out. Florida wins out and wins the SEC championship. So now you have a one-loss Florida, a one-loss Alabama, one-loss Texas A&M. And uh, assuming, mm-hmm. assuming Clemson beats Notre Dame, so you have a one-loss Notre Dame, one-loss Clemson, who makes it? Well, I think Clemson and Florida make it out of, uh, automatically because they're the one-loss teams with a conference championship. So that gives them the edge there. And then Ohio State. It depends. Uh, uh, I think uh, Ohio, assuming Ohio State goes undefeated, they'd be in. And then for that last spot, um, well, if – well, Florida would – assuming if Florida well, – what are you saying if the score with the SEC championship game? I would assume if Florida wins, they win close and probably in a shootout. But it would be close. There's got to be Alabama that goes because we're projecting Clemson to blow out Notre Dame. Um, and uh, – a&M didn't play that week. Right. And so it's got – assuming it's, you know, a, a less than seven-point game, you got to go with Alabama in that situation. And that's all I was saying. You don't give uh, Cincinnati or BYU a shot? They, they go undefeated? Here's my thing against them. They – have no games against power five teams. Right. They will not have, and they're not, they're not blowing out everybody that they play in their conference. Uh, So like until Liberty lost this week, I would have given a higher ranking to Liberty than I would of Cincinnati or BYU because Liberty's gotten got two power five wins on their schedule, on their resume. I would I mean, granted, I still wouldn't put them in to the playoff, but if I had to choose between those three teams, Liberty would be the choice because they beat Syracuse and they beat Virginia Tech. I mean, they're not exactly great power five teams, but they're still power five teams at the end of the day. This is true. BYU and Cincinnati does not have that on their schedule. Cincinnati just yesterday had a struggle win against a UCF team that is not the same UCF team of before. Like, they beat the UCF team that was the quote-unquote national champions. We're not going to get into that discussion. Uh, They beat them, then yeah, it would be a signature win that would help their resume, but this UCF team isn't that UCF team. And that's, I guess I've been on the boat that one Coastal Carolina is not that good. I don't even understand why they've been ranked that high in the first place. Cincinnati, I can I can understand them being ranked as the best non-Power 5. Yeah, because the next, the next conference after the Power 5 is the American Athletic Conference. Right. I can understand that, but I don't understand, like, sixth, seventh, eighth ranked team in the nation. No, they shouldn't. Uh, not they, I, I, they Cincinnati belongs at 15 16. Yeah, that's that's their ceiling. Let's be let's be real. I was just testing the waters, hypothetically speaking. <laughs> if chaos yeah. happened, 
you know, which I mean, it depending on how healthy Alabama is coming into that game, because seen this year, health as far as who's playing, whether it's COVID, whether it's injuries, etc. The health of your team plays a huge role in the success week to week in this sport. So, you know, if Alabama does put, you know, they've got five, six key guys out. I mean, well, they already lost Jalen Waddle. I mean, who's to say a couple more guys can't go down with X, Y, or Z before going to the SEC championship? And then Florida beating them by a field goal isn't that unlikely. So I don't think it would – I don't think we can call it a true chaos situation with that. It's not chaos to see that Clemson's going to come out pissed off when they play Notre Dame in the conference championship and make them look like they made Georgia Tech look. It's not, it's not unreasonable. They're going to come out with a great motivation, prove everybody wrong that they lost because they didn't have Trevor Lawrence and they're a better team. And, and then, I mean, it's not far-fetched that – AM can continue the rest of the way. Who else is left on AM's schedule? Tennessee and Ole Miss were postponed, so I don't know if they're going to make any of those games up. But left, they have LSU, Auburn, and Tennessee, which they okay. should be favored in all of those games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those they should be able to win all three of those games. So it's very it, – I, I can see that, and that could definitely happen. Uh. So we'll move on uh, from college football. Yesterday was, with all the cancellations, um, there wasn't exactly a high-level matchup worth watching. What do you mean? Alabama and Kentucky was a good game for, like, seven so minutes. We didn't even after bother. The, the coin talks, <laughs> when, after the coin no. toss, it was, the odds changed because at the coin toss, it was 50-50. Now, when Kentucky hit that field goal to um, in the first quarter, that's that's when I knew, you know, they're about to put up a good fight. Yeah, and they continued to do absolutely nothing for All right. another hour and a half. We'll move on to the NFL, um, and then after that, I think we'll take a little break and get into the craziness of the free agent market of the NBA. Uh, so we'll start considering our our location in the country with the Saints-Falcons game where Taysom Hill gets a surprise start over Jameis Winston. Is that really a surprise, though? Is it really a surprise? Well, I, I, have, a, I have a theory behind that. On uh, I'll get to it in a minute, but you guys can go into your thoughts about the situation. I think the Saints are trying to get the Falcons to win just to screw over our draft chances. <laughs> that's that's, that's a literally theory right there. Literally, I I don't understand why not why not you just play Jameis and leave Taysom as the little wildcat wide receiver type of player that he's been playing at all season. But you know. Falcons, unfortunately, are going to win. Unfortunately. You said it wasn't a surprise to you, Solo. What What do you think? Why do you th say that they picked Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston? 
say what, why is no surprise? Because yeah, why was bro, surprise to you? Because like I, I think that they know that Drew Brees' time is done. And like if you put Jameis, like there's no way you're gonna win your division this year, right? Because you lost to the Bucks twice. So like if I know that I have no chance of like winning my no, division, same yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. They won the first they're in first. They're in first right now in the division. Okay, so that still doesn't change my stance on what I'm about to say next. Like, I don't feel like either one of them are your long-term solution to quarterback. Like, Jace, uh, like, whatever, boy, now I want to call him Jason Tatum so bad. Like, he's not a franchise quarterback. He never will be a franchise quarterback. I think we all know this. Um, Jameis Winston, maybe – but there's got to be something there that Sean Payton is, you know, he's probably a little skeptical about. So I think they take their chances in the draft. Or it could be that it's like, okay, we're going to give him a chance to hang himself. And then, like, after that, you know, it is what it is because he's been there longer. And it's like a little slighted, you know, loyalty factor. You know what I mean? But regardless, it's not the best choice for the Saints, like, at all to put him at quarterback because, like, he's not going to be able to sustain whatever it is that he does well over the course of, I say, three games max. I say the magic runs out after that. Well, they let their potential franchise QB go to uh, their own division rival yeah. in Carolina. That was their first mistake. Granted, I don't know if they would have had the money to keep them in the first place. But No, they wouldn't. They, no. they, they, I mean, they would have if you just let them. They let grow up Drew Brees, yeah, but they weren't. Yeah. They they wanted to, They didn't want to pull a Peyton Manning with them. Why not? Hell. Well, here's my, my thought. I think I, I agree with some stuff you said there, Solo. Uh, I definitely agree that they're trying to figure out life post Drew Brees I don't I think this is a clear sign that they are trying to figure out what they have besides Drew Brees because I think they're going to move on from him after this season with this back back to back years at the end of his career with uh, injuries with that lasted multiple games um, I honestly I don't see I, I don't see why he would want to try to play anymore this season with I think they said 12 fractures in his ribs. Oh, man, you hate yeah, this. Gone. You but hate here's what I think is, you know, you know, you've seen enough tape of Jameis Winston as the starting quarterback to know what you have with that. With That's a known commodity. Uh, Taysom Hill, you've had him in spot situations. You've never seen him be the guy. Might as well see what he is. That, I think that's what they're doing. They see what they got with him. Now, I agree with you. I think he's a gimmicky gadget guy. That's not on the level of a Lamar Jackson, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Taysom Hill, or Russell Wilson type guy. Um, I don't think he can handle that. I agree. But I think they have to – they need to know that before they move on from him, considering they put a, put a significant amount of money in. They got to figure – How do they not know that by now, though? Well, it's it's different when you're getting into them being the guy, like him just standing, catching, you know, the snap on fake punts and throwing it downfield or trick plays with him. It And, I mean, yeah, you can run him in practice. It's just until you get in the game and have live bullets, 
him having to make checks at the line of scrimmage, calling the plays, audibles, all that type of stuff, until you see how he is like that for a extended period, you don't know what you have with him. And you've got to figure out what you have with him, with how much money you've put into him until you move on. And I mean, I, I don't think it's going to work out at the end of the day. I think they might have a, he might have a good game today because nobody has tape on him as a starting quarterback. So they don't know what they're going to get. And so I think he'll be successful. At least I'm hoping he'll be successful because I put him as my tight end this week. Yeah. In fantasy football, he's listed as a quarterback and a tight end. So I've got Cam Newton as my starting quarterback and Taysom Hill as my starting tight end. So we'll see what happens there. But I, I think, honestly, they're just trying to figure out what they've got with him in that sense. Um, I don't think he's the answer for the future either. Uh, but then again, I've been wrong before. Um, as much as I like Lamar Jackson, I didn't see him being a franchise quarterback. And I was extremely wrong about that. So um, it's kind of reversing that status right now. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. Uh We'll move on to some other more key matchups today. Um, could the Giants somehow win the division this year? I mean, yes. yes. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> I mean, they're good. They're, they're, what's going to happen? They're going to whoever wins that division is going to get the second best team from the from the NFC West. Whoever that is, either the Rams or the uh, Cardinals. They're going to go home. And get punched in the face. They're absolutely – it doesn't really matter in that aspect. But, you know, it's, I, 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 they're starting to see things that I think they'll be – I wish they had figured things out. If they were going to figure things out, figure the things out about three weeks before uh, so that they're not, you know, eight and eight playing, you know, one of the teams that very well could have been a division champion. Uh but that's just my hope. Um, even do y'all even think that they're going to have a team with a running record by the end of the season? Honestly, Five. I think seven and nine is going to win that division, or seven, eight, and one if you're uh, the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. Uh, so I but, see. The, yeah, go ahead. I see the Eagles losing today uh, to the oh, Browns. Yeah. Absolutely, um, they, don't, they don't have Miles Garrett though today, so I think that, that'll help. Um, I just I think it means they're in the game, but I think that's going to help them a little bit. Yeah, that that entire conference or division is just you can't. It, I don't it's, know. It's insane. I mean, I love how bad the Cowboys are doing. I really do. Don't do that. Oh yeah. Well, I'll t- take that back. I do love to see how bad they're doing because now you better pay Dak what he did. What that, he did I, I think honestly, I'm, I think this is all karma. Of not treating that was the biggest company man ever. But here's the thing, though, that kind of paid mess. He was trying to say, "Hey, get 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 my guys paid, then get me paid." And then, and then with the whole kneeling, he was he's standing with his owner, saying, "We can't kneel during the national anthem." He's doing. He's standing, and then he's like, "Nah, we don't pay. We want. We're not going to pay you what you want. No, we're not going to do that." The biggest company man never says anything bad against the organization through all this contract negotiation. Never been the ultimate professional, standing with the franchise, 
and you still you still treat him like a second. If if this was Tony Romo, Tony Romo would have had the exact contract he wanted. The, here's the thing, though. Now that Dak was hurt, I still don't think he's going to get the contract that he wants. No, even right. if I don't, I don't disagree with you on that. I'm just saying this is all karma. Karma, right? Falls to him and not paying him what he should get. But this worked out for, like, as bad as this sounds, it worked out for the Cowboys because now they get the contract that they want. They still get to keep Dak, even if he's to a lesser degree not as good. Um, but it's it's going to be cheaper. They're going to be able to build the team now. Yeah. And it's all because of that injury. And that kind of – I wouldn't say he fumbled the bag, but, you know, if he would have just held out and just sat out until, you know, yeah, they re-signed him and look at how that deal with Ezekiel Elliott's looking now, yeah. you know. That's another one that fell off bad. Yeah. That's crazy. That's why you don't pay running backs at this day and age. No. Or if you do, you, you don't sign long-term deals for them. One-year right. year deals and keep it moving. Who's uh, who's our our favorite right now? Are we uh, are the Seahawks the team to beat now in the NFC? No. Uh, no. Are the Packers gonna win it? I as bad as it sounds, I still have uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, yeah. Tampa somehow, Bay. somehow pulling it out. Don't know how, but they're gonna pull one. Okay. Uh. Chiefs still winning it in the uh, in the in the AFC. Of course. No, no love for the Steelers. They're they're, they're nine and zero right now. Nah, that's what I'm saying. No. I got more love for the Steelers right now than I have for the. Uh, Can we let's let's give a quick shout out to Mike Tomlin, who has been the coach of the Steelers for what 15 years now. Something like that. It feels like longer than that. And he's never had a losing record. Yet his job has been in question. Yeah. Multiple right. Times. Multiple times. This man had a winning record with Mason Rudolph, who legitimately he part times as a pinata. And he still <laughs> won with him. He I mean, what what string quarterback did they get to last year? Was like it? the fourth, like the unlike a fourth string guy. And they still didn't have a losing record? Nope. And yet this man can't win coach of the year ever? I think he's got it this year. He's got he to give it to him this year. You, yeah. I give it to him this uh-uh, year. Why, I'm telling you why. I'm calling it right now. Lamar's little favorite team. Bruce Arena, Arian is going to win it. Bunch of bulls. Bruce Arians. That's, I guarantee that two wins. I, I, I don't. I don't I think know. he he wins. You you I, don't give I, it I'm to. You. you don't give coach of the year or coach of the year to a team that's uberly talented. I would you know honestly, you, before Bruce Arians, I'd give it to uh, what's his name down in Miami. Mm, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, Brian. Oh, that guy does not deserve coach of the year at all. Tua deserves coach of the year. Damn it. Tua time. Tua, Tua's, Tua's doing pretty good. 
I'm not going to lie. He's, he's looked solid. I mean, I don't expect him to be like elite ever, but I think he'll be that next year below. You don't, I mean, you don't need him to be elite. No, I don't, I'm not saying you need him to be. I'm not saying. Yeah. I just, I, I'm just saying he'll, he, I don't think he'll, I don't see him getting to that point. I think he'll just be that guy, you know, just, he just takes care of business and keeps it moving. Doesn't have great numbers, but he's not going to do anything to hurt you. And he's, he can make that key play when you need him to. Is that coaching, though? Because the first couple of games, they just didn't let him throw. I feel like if he had the opportunity. He's still, he's still making good decisions when he's given the opportunity to make decisions. Exactly. I, I think he could air it out a little more than what we're well, giving him credit well, for. trying to figure out what they've got with him. I mean, shoot, it, it took – it was a almost a full year between times that he suited up. I mean, if you think about it. Right. After that, I mean, they, they, they don't want to throw him back into the fire 100% and say, figure it out, and then all of a sudden he's, his, his hip pops back out, and they're like, well, let's go back to Fitzpatrick, guys. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little Fitz magic. <laughs> well, they did do Vince Patrick. They did do him really dirty. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I, I honestly thought that they were going to have him go the full season. Whatever happens, happens record-wise. Give him time. Give, give to a full time, ready to go. Maybe they get another solid draft pick this year to help him out. Whether, I don't know, maybe get another good offensive lineman or a, a downfield threat, whatever. But, I mean... They're winning games. I honestly I think that I think mad that, about it. I mean, I think as, a, as a, somebody that watches, not as not as you know Fitzpatrick. I mean, that definitely he's got a right to feel feel some type of way about it. I guess it was. Like I, said, I, I it feel was the like timing. they had pressure from ownership to like to start exactly. hurry and performing. Right. I really feel that way. I really feel like ownership was like, okay, we spent this much money on this dude, like, okay, and we're tired of being mediocre. Y'all told us that this was going to get us over the top, like, get his butt out there and get him out there now. Yeah. I really feel like that's what's happening. I could see that. Another, I think another coach of the year candidate could be uh, Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona. Yes and no. I don't think he yes. is. I don't think he's the best choice, but I think he could yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, he could be a candidate, but I still think uh, Mike Tomlin should, or not Mike Tomlin, but uh, Brian Flores. Mm -mm. What's his name? Steelers coach. I can't think of his name. That's Mike Tom Tomlin. Okay, yeah, but I, I think Mike Tomlin should win it. Uh, yeah, absolutely, he should. Head and shoulders, but you know. All right, uh, we'll take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk about the uh, shuffling all around in the NFL. NBA. NBA. You're right, NBA. MK. Please follow us on Twitter at Georgia Bama Seas. And tell your friends that whatever 
podcast provider they subscribe to, they can find our podcasts. Welcome back to Georgia Bama Coaches. So free agency started this week for the NBA, and a lot of things will happen. Uh, let's get hey, you. Can, let's can we can we just say before we start on this segment that not only is LeBron James a better basketball player than Michael Jordan, he's a better team constructor. J- j- just saying. By the moves that the Lakers have made, like like it's 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 one thing for this man to be the gold in basketball. Now he's a better he's a better team builder than you are. Shouts yeah. out to LeBron. Make make the Lakers great again. Ain't that right, Lamoris? Make the Lakers great again. Anyway, LeBron James. Um, LeBron Ramon James singer to thank for that. Don't Say you have an extension LeBron, of Kobe's Ramon, brain? James, an extension senior. of Kobe's brain is the GM of the Lakers right now, pulling off these moves. An I extension of said, Kobe. I almost said something Kobe. so petty. I, I almost said Kobe. something so petty. But, but Kobe's brain. Kobe was six what? Six six, right? Kobe was six six, right? Okay, what's what's your point? I'm trying to find out how his brain is currently 12-6 and, and running the show right now. But that's a story for another time. When it hits, you'll be like, that's messed up. Think about it. It'll click. It'll click. Keep going on with the segment. When you figure out what I just said, you're going to be like, solo. That's too far. I think I know what you're saying. <laughs> I feel like I know I'm what you're saying, but I said, but I'm going to tell I, I your mother what ex- you just said. An extension of his brain. I'm not saying his brain in particular. Okay, that's better. That's better. That's better. Okay, anyways, let's what? get back to basketball. <sighs> I'm going to text but, you yeah. now, and she's going to come to your house and slap you in the face for saying something like that. I will deny it. Oh, crap, we're recording this. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh. So, so let's let's break it down. Uh, who Who's so far are winners and who so far are losers as far as free agency and draft night goes? Oh, my gosh. What's his name? The big, is a big loser. Um, the Celtics. They're, they're dumb. They're, the Celtics are idiots. The Hornets are even bigger idiots. Detroit in there. Detroit's pulling a, a New York Knicks of last year by signing they really nothing are. but skinners. Every decent big. I wouldn't even say decent because they had a decent big on the roster that they let go to Houston. But Detroit, I, I wouldn't even say Boston's that big of a loser because they, they signed decent pieces. But they could have done more with the draft and their assets. Charlotte's stupid. They just have too much money to spend. The Clippers are taking an L big. They really signed Sergi Baca like that was going to like put them over the top. I mean, th- that was the only move that they could have done at this point. 
everybody else was basically leaving and they couldn't get the other players that they wanted. You think? I mean, they wanted Rondo. They still need a point guard. They're in the same situation they were in last year. Just now they have a decent big in Serge Ibaka, who I guess is an upgrade from Montrez a little bit, but, you know. But, I mean, when you look at how the team flow, that team was so potent because of their, quote-unquote, bench. And now the right. bench is pretty much decimated. Like, it's decimated. Now you have to have Paul George score points. And well, we the, all know that that's not going to happen. They only lost one bench player in Montrez. And then I guess if you want to count Landry Shamit as a contributor, but I mean, the, the players that they lost isn't that big of a deal. It's just that they couldn't add anybody. And the, the pieces that they needed to add, they haven't been able to get that done, which is telling for where the Clippers franchise is at. And I don't think people want to play with Kawhi or Paul George now. Why would you? Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, don't get me wrong. But this is what I was trying to tell everybody when everybody was saying that Kawhi Leonard was, you know, such and such, and he was, like, a real good player or whatever. It's like, you've got to put things in context with this guy, bro. He, he's he been on good teams everywhere that he's going, like, right or wrong. Yeah. All right. He's been on good teams, he's and he's never had to do anything really on his own. He's always been surrounded by, like, good coaching, good franchise, good players. Like, in the moment that you he had to do something on his own, he folded to a Tier 3 point guard and a Tier 1 big and some decent bench – I mean, some decent role players. Like – that's what beat you. Nothing spectacular. A once-in-a-lifetime generational talent didn't beat him. Like, if we're being honest, like, what is it? Jokic? Yeah, Jokic. He's he's Sejunas Algalskis that can dribble the basketball. That's literally all he is. He's literally Sejunas Algalskis that can shoot the ball and make a decent pass. Um, and Jamal Murray in my opinion, like you've got 15 point guards that are better than him. And they beat the supposed best player on the planet Earth. And now the narrative is going from Kawhi being the best player on the planet to now it's going back to KD. Like, can we can we make up our minds, well, please? So, so, so we even played in the area. You can't give that to him. Tell that to Stephen A. Smith. Tell, tell that to everybody on ESPN. Because I fully agree with you, JT. I just I don't see how somebody who hasn't played in a year is still the best player. So this is like one of the rare things we've always agreed on. Kawhi right. is just the top tier role player. He is nothing more than that. Like he he does all the little stuff that needs to be done, but he's not somebody who's going to take over a game, who's going to lead a team. Like he he's just a a good ass role player. We agree on that. Yeah. Crazily. You, I just feel like he's like severely overrated for what he does. Well, Morris, what do you think about your your Hawks making moves? My Hawks? I don't root for the Hawks. You're the I coach. go to Hawks. I've been on this podcast, so. 
I go to Hawks games to cheer for the Lakers. Um, wow. But their, <laughs> their, their moves are decent. Uh, they're putting players around Trey Young and I guess building a deep franchise. I don't think none of – I guess Gallinari – is their best signing, but I don't think any of those signings take them over the top. They still need a second star. Yeah. I, I, um, they, they could compete for like the eighth uh, seed in the East. Yeah. Six to eight is a, a good range for them. Yeah. But I think they're in the same or a similar position as the Suns are in the West, where yeah. they have a good franchise. They have the pieces, but they're just not going to, you know, they're not going to be one of these playoff teams that is actually competing for a championship or competing for a top spot in the playoffs. Like they're just going to wants to spend real money. They won't win a championship. It's just, well, it's, it's hard for an Atlanta team to spend real money when they're not in a, in a typical big market. So like the Hawks are not, I mean, it's not New York or L.A., but it's a big market. Right. But most players or um, if you're a free agent in the NBA right now, you would sign with an L.A. team, New York team, Miami. That's a – No, I, I don't disagree with you. know, I wouldn't say they're a small market, but it's, it's not – Offers ever been out there for them to try to – for a, a big-time contract. They, they haven't – they haven't tried to play with the big boys. I mean, they've tried. I, I I highly doubt that teams have just not tried to sign someone like LeBron or, or KD. It's just these players aren't interested. And you've got to build up that franchise. Outside of, when was it, like five, ten years ago when they had the one playoff team with six all-stars for one year? Yeah, you know they haven't had a, a actual decent team to sign of a big time free agent. Yeah. Now I think in the next two or three years, if they free up some cap space, they definitely need to go after one of the younger stars. But you know, uh, as it is right now, uh, not getting uh, what's his name uh, trading away Luca. You think at this point or? Well, that was a, a business decision. Hey, we were just talking about <laughs> that, that the other day. Yeah, like, that, that was that, that was strictly marketing. What do you mean by business decision to let go? Trey Young is four at one, Atlanta. A six foot three, four European is not going to sell to black people really well in Atlanta. But uh, okay. a six foot okay. one light skinned boy that shoots like Steph Curry is going to sell really well. No, you're right. right. I, I'm with you. Okay, okay, uh, that's fair. That's a very fair. Fair assessment there. Oh. What a tape. Yeah. You guys are boring today. I mean, there's there's not much going on. Uh, the Lakers are doing well in free agency. I think an underrated team that's putting pieces together uh, right now is Memphis. Somehow or, you know, their team is is slowly coming together. Uh, the Heat have added some good players. How do we feel about Chris Paul still going to a middle of the road team and 
can't get that chance. Well, he wasn't going to get it anyway. No. I don't, whatever team, whatever team Chris Paul went to because of his salary, I don't think they would have been in a position to actually win a championship unless they went like traded him back to Houston. But like, if he went to New York, he still. Be... You guys, are not, I'm pretty sure Westbrook and Harden are going to be there. Uh, if not after this year. Uh, if not before the season starts, after the season is over, neither one of those guys are going to be there. So him going back there wouldn't help his chances anyways. Well, they're trying to trade uh, Russ for, what's his name, John Wall, since John Wall requested a trade now. Yeah. The Wiz- Wizards are exploding. That's not a surprise. And it's not really like, I mean, I don't understand how you can get mad Um as the Wizards organization, like I would definitely be trying to move off of John Wall. He's done nothing in the right. last ever three years. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you. don't get me wrong. Me and Lamores disagree on this. I don't find Russ to be a captivating like player. I, I don't consider Russ a superstar because he doesn't do anything. So he's I'm never. Not, I, he, he can't I be the best the player on your team. I mean, you're right. I don't I haven't seen the moment. From, I would have, I would have gotten rid of Russ and sent him somewhere like Charlotte. He would have been a good fit in Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> like a perfect like fit one of those. Charlotte. You know, I don't think he's the player you need to build around in order to win a championship. But he nice. can carry a team. He could carry a team by himself and get them to the playoffs nice. and put people in seats. That I agree with. I yeah. just like I. I never. Well, I don't think that no, unless Russ gets around like shooters and like plays like the semi LeBron role where like you are a facilitator that can pass the ball and when the lane opens up, you drive and destroy it. Unless you do that, like he's never going to be successful because he can't shoot the ball. Like he, his all time three point percentage, I think, is under 30%. Like the man is terrible, a terrible shooter. He's a good mid-range uh, shooter. I think he's right at like 45-ish. And I know that that's bad, but I mean, like, that's decent. You know, he's just he's just a guy like, I just like, you know, I like him more than Paul George, superstar-wise. But, like, he's nothing that I can build around or I can say, like, yeah, this is going to be my cornerstone. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. How do we feel about the uh, Christmas start date? this year from a financial point standpoint it makes sense from a serious standpoint it doesn't like you're not going to get good basketball and me as a basketball purist as somebody who cares only about what is going to happen basketball wise I think it's bad I, I don't I really disagree with what you said uh this only affects like two to four teams. If you want to talk about the start date super early, like most teams have been sitting at home since, like if you talk about the teams that didn't make it to the bubble, they've been at home since March. Yeah. Uh, and then the teams that didn't make it to the playoffs have been at home since what, June, July-ish? Uh the teams that made the playoffs, depending on how far they, they made it, like, you know, they've been out since 
August, early September. So it's to me, it's not affecting the teams the way I think you. And it affects, you know, the heat, really. Right. And two out of 30. Wants to? You know. Pull a Kawhi and sit out for the first couple weeks of games. And then when he's ready to play, he plays. No one's. Right. We wouldn't. We wouldn't blame him if he, he just no. sat out a month. Like, <clears throat> chill. And even if they did blame him, who's going to tell him no in that organization? Right. They're not. They're not going to say no. You have to play. It doesn't. Even if you put, you could put a, you could take your G, the Lakers G League team, and put them out there, and you'd still be at capacity for their games. Right. L.A., New York, Miami. Teams could be going 0 and 72 or 72 and 0. Doesn't matter. They're going to be is they're going to every single ticket that's available is it's going to be sold. Yes. So he it's not going to affect their bottom line if he sits out for a moment. Right. If this was and that's why he would need to play. Even if LeBron, if they tell LeBron like from the league office, you've got to go out there and play. I forgot, uh, was it San Antonio they kind of started that? Or with LeBron, yeah. where they were? Greg Popovich was doing that with, with Tim Duncan and uh, Tony Parker and, and everybody. Yeah. Like, even if he goes out there for 15 minutes a night to start off the season before he really ramps it up, like, you don't have to play the entire game. Just, you know, be there. If you need to take a day off, take a day off. We understand, like you've you've been playing basically nonstop for a year, but to me, this early start date, you know, whatever, yeah. don't get over it. It's one year, and then we'll be back on schedule. They have they have to finish on time this year, right? We've got the Olympics, and that, that I mean, some people might not think it's as important as it used to be, but there's enough interest in it that you have to, you've got to, you've got to be stopped playing by the time the Olympics start. It's just the way it is. I think LeBron needs to either sit out the Olympics or be like a, a 12th yes, man. He hasn't played a free team USA for like 10 years now. Has he? It's been a while since he played. I mean, our LeBron encyclopedia can answer that question for us over there. When was the, when was LeBron hasn't played for team USA since the uh what's the name 2008 2012 12 sorry 12 so you missed 2016 almost 10 years yep that makes sense yep yeah so so he doesn't have to worry about that he's not going to play for them anyway so yeah so he'll be okay just come back december take a month off and get ready to wrap it back up he is playing come back i'm okay you're fine be okay but he already said that he's playing in the Olympics this year. So that's kind of why, like, the push for, like, the further back date. But, I mean, regardless, we're going – he's we're, – we're going to – he should be fine. I mean, and with the role plays, if we can find a way to pull off that dang trade that I was talking about, we should be fine. What trade? Dude, you know who I want uh, on the Lakers more than anybody right now. I don't. Chris Paul? No. I want Zach Levine on the Lakers like yesterday. Oh, that's not happening. I can hope. 
Yeah, that's for sure. If Zach Levine finds his way to the Lakers, I'm telling you, we're three peeping. Okay. We would literally have to get rid of everybody we just signed. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to uh, our next segment here. You guys know what it is. It is the petty moment of the week or something that Lamar has tweeted. Those those two things are interchangeable. With uh, I've been fairly chill recently. Yes, <laughs> not. <laughs> All right, y'all y'all got anything you need to look up right now? Just going to take a glance at Twitter. All right, well I'll hit a, hit mine. Uh, comes from uh, Chris Carson, the running back for Seattle. Uh, going back and forth on Twitter DMs with a fan. Uh, the, the, this guy has got Chris Carson as his running back for his fantasy football team. And Chris Carson was out. And he, he, he DM'd him saying, yo, bleep, I'm not, I'm, we're, we're going to be an appropriate podcast today. I'm not going to use any bad words. Tape your foot up and go the F in. You're selling my fantasy team right now. F you. Chris Carson responded with, F your fantasy team. Come make me play. Which the guy responded with, what's the Addy? Chris Carson dropped his real address and said, yo ass better pull up too. And the guy never responded after that. Damn. See? What, uh, what? How could fantasy matter that much that you <laughs> that you DM a guy because he's not playing because he's injured? Like, it's he must that guy must have no romantic life. Maybe his wife's not giving him any anymore. I don't know. Hey, but what are you talking about? We were no longer uh, what's his name? Not going to infringe on people's marriages if he decides not to get any that that is her choice. Okay, we're in twenty twenty. I'm, right I'm just saying. I guess that's he's just not getting it if he's if fantasy football matters that much to him. Hey, dude, I feel you on that, broski. All hey, all fantasy points matter. Get out <laughs> there. Hey, sh- shut up and run the ball. Shut up and throw the ball. Shut up and block. God, I'm having so much fun with this. Uh, all right, what you got, Lamoris? These aren't super petty, but you know, it happened this week. Uh, first one, earlier this week, there were reports about James Harden requesting a trade, and then reports that he really didn't request a trade, he wanted to stay, where ownership was trying to get him to stay, whatever happened. But James Harden decides to post to his IG story um, a video of him opening a bottle of, uh, I think, body armor, whatever, and taking off the cap and putting it on the table and zooming in onto the cap. And we still don't know if he meant by um, the reports are cap or, you know, the team is capping, whatever. Who knows? But I, I just thought that was hilarious way of uh, keeping the people going 
and playing along to these reports. And I still don't believe uh, the Rockets trade James Harden. He's going to be there long term, unfortunately. But, no, not unfortunately. Know. That's what he chose. He's a big. He boy. chose that when when he signed that contract. Exactly. Uh, and then the next one, not too big of a petty moment, but uh, Skip Bayless had a response to Montrez Harrell signing to the Lakers for nine mil a year or whatever the amount was. Um, and he calls the NBA now a LeBronopoly because Clutch Sports runs literally the entire NBA because of LeBron. I agree with him. Uh, Clutch Sports is, is a little too powerful. We need to rein it back in. Oh, you sound, I know. No. Rain it back in. No. Let's be honest. Y'all just pity and y'all mad because you know what? Hey. How hey, am I mad? No Clutch fake, Sports no got me a player couldn't do it. My the fake Clutch goat Sports. couldn't do it. Let my guy be great. Hey, y'all told him to just about? shut up and dribble. He, he doing it. We I mean. LeBron. We're talking about Clutch Sports, not LeBron. Come on now, solo. You just said Clutch Sports is LeBron Lamores. LeBron runs I'm court sports. Clutch Lamours. Sports needs to, to hey. Clutch Sports. All I'm saying is Clutch Sports needs to reel it back in a little bit. Go right back in. They they, they control too much. You got a problem they control with it? too much. Free market of, economy of here. That, that's yeah, what I said. You know, if you got a problem with it, try to mimic it. Monopolies are illegal in the United States, also. It's not a monopoly. It's not a full monopoly. No, Apple got a monopoly. I don't see you crying about that. Not, e they not don't. every they single don't. athlete is signed by Clutch Sports. Therefore, it's not a monopoly, either vertically or horizontally. If they control yeah. the market, it's a monopoly. No, that doesn't. Monop that's not how that works. It if does. they got something at every single level, then yes, if that's a vertical monopoly. It's they've got a whole thing across. Monopoly doesn't. Monopoly does not mean that they're the only entity. I understand. Monopoly Monopoly means if you have sole possession, you can control everything. That's a monopoly. They can't right now, clutch control sports, everything. There's other clutch there's agents out there, though. Clutch Sports is controlling every team's salary cap, which indirectly controls every other agent, and they're signing right now. Well, you know what that sounds like? You know what that sounds like? You Let me find it. Let me find it. Hold on. But if oh, Rich Paul look wants at God. to uh, no, 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 right be now. quiet. Hey, here, here you go. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> app. Oh, That's yeah. app. Stop being butthurt. If y'all want to change it, you go become an agent. And go and like get pretty, like it's you can't get mad at so, somebody that's solo. Doing a nobody's job than you. solo. Nobody is mad at it. Clutch sports champion. Why are you arguing with me? Skip Bayless, man. Skip Bayless, get in his mention. I ain't got time sports, to argue with I'm, that old man, bro. He better get go get it up for Francesca, is, whatever his wife name is. Barbara Bridges. It's a little like too man. powerful. That's all I'm saying. How are they too powerful? They're a little too powerful. How? Once again, I'll, I'll lay it down for you. If Clutch Sports controls most of the top free agents and they control the salary cap of every team, 
of one that team indirectly plus plus every team. Every so plus, team. So Club Sport, so Club Sports decided to give uh Gordon Hayward 120 million dollars. No. That was Club Sports fault. No. That was Club Sports. No, but that's but Michael Jordan being a dumbass. That ain't Club Sports fault. They're negotiating the way they negotiate and get players' contracts. I don't know what they do special compared to other agents, but the way they are able to get players' contracts who don't deserve that much money controls what the team does with the rest of their money because they've given out too much money to certain players. Same as uh, KCP. Why is KCP getting signed for three-year contracts with the Lakers? Only reason is because of clutch sports. The only reason. It's the only reason. It's not the same as he actually like played a real big part in the finals this year. Okay, you didn't see him for the the past what two hundred games that he played with the Lakers. Before that, ten game stretch. All I'm telling you is this: for the forty fifth time. Like, Clutch Sports is nothing more than a, a sports agency or, um, what is it, the, the whatever it is. Re- they represent their players and they get them the best bang for their buck. Like, like at the end of the day, it's still the owner's decision. If you don't want to pay them that much money, then don't do it. Right? If you want, if you want a team right? that's formidable and wants to win a championship, you have to deal with them. And unfortunately, there's Clutch-represented players – literally all the way across the league on basically every team. And unfortunately, I love, I love you know, that's what that's what's controlling everything. But if you don't see that, then I don't think you know business. I, I must not know business. All I know is that at the end of the day, like Hush Sports is setting up LeBron James to be an owner at the end of his career. Because I don't know what team they're going to give him. They might need to give him the Clippers. Hell, maybe he can save it. Maybe. That's tough. Tough look. Hey, you never know. Because if he's an owner and then he controls clutch sports, and you can get almost anybody you want to Clipperland, it just seems like the smarter decision. I'm just saying. I think he needs to go by the Cavs. All right. We'll Hell on. no. Hell no. We'll on from from that, uh, we'll get. All right. Let's let's end it with uh, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Um, if you are a high school coach, don't be petty, um, because eventually it'll come back to bite you in the butt. That's why you stay humble, because. If you say something to the wrong kid, they might drop 35 on you. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Make sure that makes it to the tape. Not that said person listens to what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, Lamb, what you got? Oh, I don't have anything this week. N- nothing you need to get off your chest? Oh, no. Okay. We'll wait till we see your tweets about things. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, I guess my final thoughts would be stop doing silly things so we can actually watch good college football games week to week. Hey, man. 
Uh, Florida State. <clears throat> I was talking to our athletic trainer about this, um, what he thought, thought it was. He thought it might have been not everybody's getting COVID, but the one that tests positive, they're doing contact tracing, but they're not right. testing anybody that was the contact trace related to. So, like, they're just saying, oh, you were, you were close contact. We're automatically shutting you down rather than, oh, this person was close contact. Let's get them tested. And if they're negative, they can play. So maybe we need well, to. Well, every, everybody's getting tested. It's just even if yeah. they get a negative test if and you, you pull contact, contact, right. Yeah. Uh, still so, shut them down. So let's, let's, you know. Let's, you know, keep our social distance from each other. Don't, don't touch anybody. Keep your hands to yourself. Wear a mask. I like watching college football. Um, but that's all I got. Enjoy your week. Um, maybe we can do a podcast uh, midweek this week since uh, I'm off for Thanksgiving break if you all got time. We can talk about that later. Stay safe out there. Make sure to fully defrost your turkey before you put it in your deep fryer. You don't need to blow up your garage. That's my one, my one piece of advice on Thanksgiving. Oh, watch us in our Thanksgiving tourney, guys! Please, anybody. how do we watch your team? Let's let's tell them about that. How do we watch your team play? Go to the NFHS Network and type in Fairhope Pirates, and anytime that we're playing, um. Click on the game and watch it. I don't do use on the on-demand feature to let you watch past games because coaches be taking that and watching it for themselves and trying to dissect what I do. So the only way you can watch me is live. Now, do we have to pay for NFHS? Do we have to pay for a subscription or is it free? I mean, yeah, it's you have to pay for a subscription. Like it's 10 bucks. If you work at a school that, you know, as a coach, you automatically have a subscription. You just got to go talk to your AD about it because they put, like, they have to give it to all the schools for, like, it's like, this, like the high school version of Synergy so everybody can watch everybody. But, um, but yeah, especially with COVID, to keep down the numbers there, they lowered their prices and they gave a free trial. So it's like you can literally enter in your credit card and, like, watch it for a month and then decline it and then watch it again under another one so basically not trying to tell you to cheat or anything but you can watch me for free you hear that go watch coach solo bring a championship to fair hope high school don't put that on me i hope we do though i really do <laughs> i really hope we do all right have a good week stay safe enjoy your turkey leftovers are for quitters hello share the password you still haven't sent it to me Oh, hell yeah. Right now, right, right now, on your phone, pull it. Well, up. you have to share it with me too, then. If you go, if you go share it with him, only one of y'all can watch at a time. Like but you didn't pay extra to have multiple me. licenses, huh? You didn't pay extra to have multiple licenses for us. Hell no, I'm. Look, I'm JT, broke. this is what we're going to do. We're going to stream it off of one. Uh, what's it called? One person's laptop, and then screen share. Yeah, of course. So we... Send me the Zoom link. It's fine. It's all good. See the Zoom link. All right. Have a good week, y'all. See ya. Bye, y'all. Later.
plans this week? Uh, my plan is to win this pre-Thanksgiving tournament and keep my my uh margin of winning to fifty. I'm what we're we're I'm average margin of victory right now. Is Fifty-two yeah, points that's, a game. That's not right. That's just... you said it's not right. That's 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 been disrespectful, man. That's bro. I'm like, and this is my God honest. This is my God honest truth. We have, in all honesty, not played the starters in all and past the first half in all of our games but one and that one i just took personally because the coach pissed me off and i made a point to show him i kept him in for half of the third quarter then i started to feel bad because we went on a 20 to nothing run jeez but no bro like he kept coming for my kids bro like telling telling me like oh your kids are this your kids are that and i was like okay bet i'm just gonna show you exactly what my kids can do Coach shouldn't and then, like, like that. That's like coach shouldn't shouldn't take shots at somebody else's players. Like that's not that's what I'm saying, bro. No, that, that that's, I that's I against what you do as a coach. You and I fully agree. Think that or like, not. He, he's, he's, or not, you shouldn't you 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 don't give them bolts and board material. You don't you don't do that. It's not smart. And that's what he gave me. I went back into my locker room and I said, if y'all do not have over 70 points on these guys' heads, we are going to have a fundamental issue. And they went out there and put up 86. I was like, if you got – like, because we went into halftime, we were up 47 to 8. I was that mad. We were up 47 to 8 at halftime. I was like, no, 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 I take that back. I take that back. We were up 47 to 8, not to 19. And I went back out there and said, we need to have over 80, and they don't need to get above 36. We got 86, but they got 40, and I was mad about that. But nonetheless, I told my kids, hey, we won by 38. I mean, we won by 46, so it's okay. <sighs> but, yeah, no, nah, do not – do especially when, like – you know that we have like a top five player in the state. Like, don't, don't wake him up. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't, cause like, right, he, he's on more of a mission than I am. Like, he was like, uh, I know for a fact he ain't talking about us. Don't worry, coach. I got it. First play out. When you gotta have going. somebody like that on your team that just, whether, whether, no matter what the sport, you gotta have somebody that's gonna be like, oh, oh, they were talking, talking junk. Coach, don't worry about it. I, I, and goes and just 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 gets a highlight reel real quick. I love that kid. You don't understand. Like I really do. Like, and that's what's making our team. I feel like making our team so good right now is just because of the pure fact of the matter that we're we're sticking together. Um, our kids want to win this year, and they know that it's like if they do what they're supposed to do, there aren't many teams out there that can compete and yeah. or stop us. So like I mean, they're, they're making it to the final game. four last year was like that was a huge, huge boost that the, you that you know. Oh, oh, dude, and we're and we're not doing nothing but getting better because like my JV played their first game yesterday. I got seven kids on JV that should be playing varsity right now, but like you know when when yeah. a kid goes through your program for so long, you keep a couple of sympathy jerseys and oh no, yeah, that's, that's yeah thing to do. We beat probably the second best JV in the county by 42 yesterday. Wow. 
So like, no, we we got we got some guys that can put the ball in the basket. And if you can do if we can do that, like we're going to be we're going to be all right. Like we're going to be going to be fine. That's good. That's yeah. Tomorrow is going to be the best test that we have thus far. Like my thing is like I don't I think that we have a real good chance of beating Baker. But if you can run and clock Baker, like Baker, I think if you in like seven A around here, they're probably top five. Yeah. If we beat them by thirty plus tomorrow, okay then. Um, I'm sold that on the fact that this team is like like legit legit. If you can beat the if you can beat that team by thirty plus, like I know we can win. But if we go out and we have a running clock in the fourth, I'm like, okay, I feel real good about our chances going down the line. I feel really good. That's good. All right, let's get back into it. 